You're listening to Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. You're listening to Bloomberg Business Week. I'm Carol Masser along with my co-host Jason Kelly. And Jason, I have to say, I feel like we have gone through the virus crisis with our next guest, yes. um, kind of tracked it together. We talked with him in late February, then in late March, and now here we are in late May. Um, with us right now is Axel Hefer, and I do wish the backdrop was different. He is the CEO of Travago, of course, uh, well entrenched in the travel industry and obviously seeing the impact firsthand. He joins us on the phone from Germany. Axel, nice to have you back with us. I do wish the backdrop was different, but I do wonder, um, first of all, I hope you're doing okay. How's everybody doing so far? Everybody healthy. Um, so, yeah. It's tough. So far, so good. It's tough. It, well, it is tough, yeah. <laughs> well, talk, well, talk to me because we, ha- you know, we, we were with you just before kind of I feel like everything went into a lockdown. We talked to you in late uh, March when stuff was just kind of feeling like it was spiraling out of control. What's changed since we last talked in late March? Uh, to be honest, um, everything. <laughs> so, wow. so from okay. our perspective, pre- pretty much everything. So really right after we spoke last time, um, there was this big cluster in Italy. And then within days, um, one market after the other disappeared. So traveling pretty much stopped yeah, within, within two to three weeks globally. And um, for us as a business, that was obviously a shock and very difficult to deal with in the beginning. But um, pretty soon, actually, we realized that travel will stop and has to stop. So we encouraged our travelers to stop traveling to help to, to contain the virus and uh, started to think about the future. And that's what we've been doing since then. And so... What does it look like? What does travel look like at this moment? Because we're starting to see little signs of life. I feel like the airlines are communicating a little bit more. Hotels are communicating a little more. People are putting plans in place for the comeback, but we don't see any real evidence yet. Help us understand what you're hearing from your network. So what we do see actually um, on our side is that in certain regions, um, there are a few people starting to re-engage and, and think about traveling again. And um, the, 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 the most um, common searches that we see, and still at a very low level, are basically from metropolitan areas into more remote areas. Mm. So, so getting out of the crowds, um, staying in a vacation rental or in an hotel or in a, in a small hotel or in an apartment, um, and, and really increase the distance to others, but also get out of the, the lockdown situation where many people have been uh, in their home for eight, nine, and 10 weeks, um, and, and some even a bit longer, um, and just want to, to get out there, get to the nature. And that's what you see right now. And um, in Europe in particular, there is more focus on uh, a month from now, travel time a month from now. So basically securing um, some time outside of, of home um, for the summer break. So people are starting to schedule for like a month from now. Is that That's what you're seeing? That, that's what we are seeing. There are very, very short uh, travel times. So mm-hmm. really tomorrow and the day after where there is very high certainty that, that you can actually do very short trips to see families, etc. And then there is, is uh, quite a bit of activity for a few weeks out, uh, really, to schedule for the summer break. And Axel, I know we talked a little bit about this the last time you were with us, and and I'm sure that it has evolved pretty dramatically. So how does that change your service? What do you do differently in terms of what you tell your customers, sort of what you tell the whole ecosystem that you're serving, and how? So we we made um, some 
quick fixes to our existing product. And um, our existing product is basically built on you know where you want to go, and then we help you to find the best time and the best play to stay, place to stay. So mm-hmm. there we, we added a lot more rates that offer free cancellation, which is currently very important to travelers. But the bigger change is um, is not live yet. So we started pretty much eight weeks ago, I'd say nine weeks ago, to work on, on a different product that is basically helping you to find um, nice places to stay and also um, nice places to go within driving distance. So wow. it's more a local traveling product where you can say, I'm in New York, um, but I want to go for a hike over the weekend. So what are places where I can go for a nice hike and what are the nice days that go with it? And that is from us, for us strategically, obviously, a bit more inspirational than our existing product. But we do think that it is very, very necessary to to help travelers to get step-by-step comfortable with safe travel again. Yeah, I do wonder. That's really interesting. And I've noticed that just even online with, you know, travel sites that I'm involved in, that they've gone from, you know, or they, they, they're creating more and more lists about, okay, here's, you know, the top 10 destinations you can drive to, or, you know, yeah. the top 10 destinations that are within a few hours of you. Um, you're really seeing that. Is that, Axel, a necessary as you said, a first step to kind of getting us back in, okay, wait, we can travel safely. It, it, is, um, it is absolutely necessary. I mean, the way we are thinking about it is that, and every traveler is obviously slightly different, so, so I, I painted a bit black and white, but psychologically, we, um, all of us have been in a situation where we were, we were trained that we should stay away from other people, that it is actually dangerous to be close to other people. And the situation is getting better in a lot of regions around the world. So it will, it, it, what is important is that you do small steps to get out of your comfort zone and get comfortable with a bit further away from home and a bit further. So this, this, um, this aspect of traveling somewhere that is close by, something that might be very familiar to you, is uh, from our perspective very important psychologically, not really to, um, to stretch yourself too far. Axel, what are the conversations, though, you're having with places, even if you're driving to them, to say, listen, you know, you've got to make sure that your facility is really safe and secure. Because if there are any problems, you know how social media, things will just go through social media very quickly and people say, it's not safe to go here or it's not safe to go there. So I am curious about what are the conversations that you're having with, you know, some of the places, you know, that I can go to your site and, you know, sign up to stay at. What are those conversations? So the, the, there, I think the, um, the, the, the complication is, is, um, is not that it is not safe to, um, to stay in accommodations, in hotels or in, in alternative accommodations from the large providers, because everybody is very concerned about the safety of the travelers. Um, so there's a lot of effort put into exact cleaning standards, how many people can be where at, at which point in time, etc. Um, from my perspective, the bigger challenge is that there are very different um, regulations by country, but sometimes right. even by state or region. So the transparency about what to expect um, is very, very, um, very difficult. So, um, for example, in Germany, um, the, um, the restrictions are lifted on a federal state level, but then in case of rising infections, they will be reimposed based on a city level. So you can have restaurants open in one city and they are closed in another city and they are open uh, but at a very limited um, occupancy um, in another city. 
so it is it is the i think the accommodation the accommodation is safe is is um is a lower um less of an issue but it's more what is my overall experience is it actually even worth going at somewhere that is where where the transparency is missing and that that's something that we are we are uh, working on and, and trying to to help with you are listening to Bloomberg Business Week. Well, you just heard some of those travel names mentioned and a mixed picture for sure. Let's get back to our conversation with Axel Hefer, CEO of Travago, joining us on the phone from Germany. Axel, help us uh, sort of separate, if you will, the signal from the noise, find the signal in the noise here in terms of what travel is going to look like in the short term. I feel like we're reading and hearing all the time sort of these these very dramatic stories about what it's going to be like or what it is like to get on a plane and, and whatnot. What do you hear and, and, and what do you predict in the short and midterm? Yeah, the, the, um, it, it, it's not that simple because it really depends on, um, on, your, differ- on your state of mind um, mm. as a traveler and that is very different being very young, um, uh, being older, um, feeling more uh, unsafe and uncertain, or um, feeling feeling overall safer. So um, it, it's difficult to generalize, but but I would say if there is a general trend, what we see is that there is a lot more activity on really, um, um, as I mentioned um, earlier, on destinations where people are traveling from the metropolitan areas in to the nature close by within driving distance. Um, a lot more regional um, uh, over their national travel and hardly any international travel. Um, and I think that pattern will hold. And obviously that doesn't mean that there will be no international travel in a couple of weeks from now or in, in a couple of months from now. But, but relatively speaking, more people um, are comfortable with local and, um, and, and, and short um, travels and trips that they can control themselves and that, that just feel safer versus things that are further away from home, bigger crowds uh, further out. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, it, would, it would differ really um, person by person, but that, those are the general trends. So, Axel, how are you managing? I mean, you've got a global workforce. Um, are you, have you been able to hold on to everybody? And I'm just curious, you know, what the future looks like. Will you be able to hold on to everyone, or will it be contingent on what happens as things start to reopen? So we, um, what we've done is we, we really um, followed a, a working backwards approach. So the, we spent really the first couple of weeks of the crisis to form a view and um, a hypothesis that we're working against what next year and the years to come will look like in terms of travel market, um, which players will be in the market, how much demand will be there. And then what does that mean for us as a business? How do we need to change our products? And then at the last step, what kind of organizational setup do we need and where do we need and how many people? And once we've done that, we um, announced uh, end of last month uh, restructuring where we unfortunately had to let go um, quite a few of our colleagues. Um, and, uh, but by now have, have a setup where we feel very comfortable that we can master the challenges that are ahead of us. And do you think, do you have any sense of what's sort of permanent here? I mean, in terms of changed behavior, uh, you know, it's hard to say I know. And we know that this is a solvable medical problem, we hope, and that life will become somewhat more normal. But 
it feels like always in these crises, there's some things that, you know, that do sort of stick with us in the long term, because there will be, unfortunately, another incident of some form or fashion like this. Do you have a sense of how how travel will fundamentally change? So, um, I mean, we can only have an hypothesis there, but but I think there are three things that that make sense to me. Um, The first one is um, the travel will will not be perceived automatically as a given and as safe as it has been like six or 12 months ago. Um, We have been in really in our apartments for now 10 plus weeks. um, And we have been trained over that time that we should stay away from from other people. And we will continue to do so for quite some time. And that will have an effect on how comfortable we feel really um, being close to uh, many other people and in masses. Um, and of course, that will normalize over time, but, but I, I think it will definitely have an effect even beyond the lockdown measures um, on our um, own psychology. Um, the second point, um, I think, is, is related to that. Um, I mean, travel has really been almost a commodity um, before the crisis. You could go anywhere at any point in time, right. and that is not true anymore. Um, so you cannot go anywhere, um, and you cannot go at any point in time. And even when you will be able to go again, it is less certain what exactly you can expect. And I mentioned it earlier, what is really your experience when you go now to Florida? You don't know. And that uncertainty, again, will take some time to get the comfort again that you know exactly what to expect. And and last but not least, there there will be um, an impact on business travel. Um, And we are now experiencing it. Um, You can basically run businesses completely remote. and uh, without any traveling. And does it have certain disadvantages? Of course it does. Um, it is less personal. It is more stressful, et cetera. Right. But um, that, that will also have an impact on the amount of business travel that will be conducted. And don't get me wrong, I don't think that business travel will disappear. But I think it's a bit different to the last crisis where the technology was not as advanced. Yes. And I, I do remember in, in 28, 29, we did a lot more phone conferences, video conferences as well, but the technology wasn't as good. Yeah, I was almost going to come back at you with that because everybody was talking the same, but I agree with you. The technology has shown has gotten a lot better and made it much more a seamless process. Axel Hefer, always nice to check in with you. Please take care. CEO of Trivago on the phone from Germany. 